So if you are having a hard time to go to sleep, try to close your eyes and think of your favorite place or like what your favorite thing is to do. Um, like, like, and then you close and you're still closing your eyes and thinking about that. And then that becomes a dream. And then your brain starts to tell you a story about that place. And then, and then it will, and then you'll just fall asleep like it's your dream. Welcome to the Sensory Wise Solutions Podcast for Parents where parents can get real, actionable strategies to support kids with sensory processing disorder. I'm Laura, OT and mom to Liliana, a sensory-sensitive kid who inherited my anxiety and my love for all things Disney. Consider me your new OT mom bestie. I know my stuff, but I also know what it's really like in the trenches of parenting a child with sensory processing disorder. Okay, mom, enough about me. Let's start the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, a few episodes ago for the 100th episode, I invited Liliana on my podcast and this has been maybe the second or third time she was on it and she just loves answering questions and I did not have an episode planned so I decided to ask Instagram what questions you had for her and she was thrilled. So this is a lovely Q&A where I just straight up asked Liliana questions from you all and let her answer. Um, I did not do much editing. I only edited like a lot of the ums and the quiet spots where she was thinking, but I did not script any of this. She, you can hear how she talks. She's a little mini OT and I'm so excited that you get to listen to this episode. Um, hopefully with your kids. And she talks everything about um, how to handle it when no one wants to play with you, what she thinks about being neurodivergent. She talks about tricks for helping herself fall asleep. Uh, There's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, But please know, you know, recording with a six-year-old and a handheld mic is a little tricky. There's a lot of movement happening. I tried to adjust the volume as best as I could, but I apologize in advance if some sections are quieter and some sections are a little too loud. So just be ready to turn the volume down um, if at any point it, it feels like it maxed out your threshold. Um, something else I wanted to share. I shared this with Instagram the other day and they really liked that I was transparent about this. So I wanted to share it with you. Liliana has always been part of my brand and my business because she's part of She's the reason why I'm a parent. And I base a lot of my tips and content around realistic things that we do in our house. And I share what it's like being a neurodivergent parent to a neurodivergent child. Um, And so she's in a lot of my videos and she answers a lot of questions to Instagram and she helps me test a lot of products that um, we share with Instagram. And um, she genuinely loves that and asks to be part of it. But this is the first year I am now actively paying her for her time. So she has a bank account. I track the hours she spends with me. She always has an option to not do it if she doesn't want to. It's always phrased as an invitation if she would like to help me. Um, But now I get to pay her for it uh, legally. And it's all tracked taxes and all of that great good stuff um, so that she can start having a savings for when she's older. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that just to be a little bit transparent, um, 
because she is taking on a bigger role at OT headquarters, at OT Butterfly headquarters, now that she is um, helping me more with questions and answers because you all want to hear more from her. So um, yeah, without further ado, here's the episode. Welcome to Q&A with Liliana. Are you ready to answer some questions today? Yes. Okay. Someone asked, when you're really mad and you want to yell mean words, what is something that you do instead to stop the mean words from coming out? Something I do is stop and take a deep breath, or sometimes I do the double inhale, and then and then I, I think I sometimes do a few before I do it, and then sometimes I do like a few more things, and then that's how like I forget how to I forget not to do the the mean words and stuff and not like hit and yell. And if you can't control your words and you lose control of your body and maybe you say mean words or you hit and you yell and you yell, what can what's something that you can do after that happens? Something I could do after that happens is. Well, usually I'll, I like doing deep, deep breaths. After, and remember, mommy always says it's okay to make mistakes and you can fix those mistakes with the person that you yelled at, right? Mm-hmm. You can fix it with by different ways. Like sometimes you draw pictures, sometimes you say sorry, sometimes you hug that person, right? Yeah. yeah. Or I say, can I have a hug for me? For because that's sometimes me saying um, sorry that way. Yeah, you can say sorry by asking for a hug. That's so cool. Okay, ready for the next question? Yes. Okay. The first part of this question is: Have you ever felt worried or nervous in the classroom? Um. Well, I I'm not sure if I get nervous in the classroom, but like. If someone else is feeling worried or nervous on the in the classroom, what do you think that they could do to feel less worried or nervous in the classroom? They could ask the teacher what they're feeling. They can maybe ask the, they can maybe whisper, like pretend it's like learning time and and your friend's far away. You could, uh, and if your friend's right next to you, um, then you could then that friend could tell you the one that's worried the that friend can tell you uh with a whisper um what can what can i do to make me feel better yeah let's say a friend asks you that what if one of your friends said liliana i'm so nervous right now what can i do to feel better what would you tell them i would tell them that they could take they could take deep they could take deep breaths and and then just like just a few if like so let's say they're doing math we are doing math time and um you could t- you could tell that person to um to take deep breaths or like to count to to five or like yeah those are great ideas Okay, next question. How do you feel when someone says they don't play with you? I just play, 
I just play by myself and I and I just and I just like I don't care. I don't care if I play by myself. I just like play play on the monkey bar sometimes. I go on the swings, I play on the slides, I do the climbing wall with the like <coughs> with the like rock stones that you go up. Both, so that's new that you've learned to not really <coughs> care as much when no one plays with you. But before, do you remember how it used to make you feel if a friend said that you couldn't play with them or that they didn't want to be your friend anymore? Yeah, that when I was little, I I got sad that that they didn't want to play with me. Yeah, it's sad when friends don't want to play with you. But you found something to do by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Because sometimes they just need a break because sometimes they play with you every single day and not with other friends. And then they say they need a break because we played together for too long. That, that, that makes sense. Okay, here's the next question. Mornings are super hard for me as a seven-year-old. Waking up and starting the day feels so hard. What can I do to make it easier? Well, if your day's starting to be getting hard, like, so like you said, if like they wake up and like they're feeling like so something hard's gonna happen, something like. Let me explain the question better. So it sounds like there's a seven-year-old and they have a hard time in the morning. Maybe they feel, they wake up and they feel uncomfortable. They feel a little cranky. They're too tired to start their day. And so then it makes it really hard for them to like get up, get dressed, brush teeth, go to school, because mornings are just kind of harder for their body and brain. So they're asking you what are some tips to make their mornings feel a little bit easier to get ready for school and to be in a more of a calm mood in the morning. Well, I say when you're going to get dressed, you could like maybe blow some bubbles like or like um, when or, you get when you get up, um, you could, you could bl- blow some more bubbles. So I would say, you could blow bubbles to make to make your day better in the morning because that's what I used to do. Bubbles make everything better. But what do we do now about clothes? Do we even get dressed for school in the morning? No, we mm. get we get dressed at night now before before, so we don't have to do it and we don't feel cranky. That is right. Okay, next question. Do you ever feel shy about wearing headphones when it's somewhere that's too loud? I wouldn't say I would feel shy. I I would, I just like, I just like wear them and then when it's our turn, I, well, I usually have them in line already. So at Disneyland, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like when, and then when it's our turn to get on, I just I just walk in like the 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 ride and then it just starts going and I don't feel I don't feel shy about anyone seeing my headphones. So what would you say to someone who they have sensitive ears and they don't like loud sounds and headphones would help them but they might feel a little shy or embarrassed to wear it cuz they don't want other people to see them wearing headphones. What would you say to that kid? Well, I would say if there is, if there's like, um, if there, if they, if they have me, 
if they have many earplugs, they could wear them because that doesn't really show that much and they won't be like shy. Yeah, that's true. I also say that headphones, a lot of people wear headphones anyway. And if you just focus on your body feeling comfortable, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Do you like knowing that you're neurodivergent? Well, I didn't say anything about it yet, yet, but yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't say anything about it yet? Well, I mean, I, di- I don't talk about that, but... Oh, so you don't talk about being neurodivergent with your friends? Yeah. So, so that's one of the other questions that people ask. They said, would you like to tell your friends that you're neurodivergent or you don't want them to know about you being neurodivergent? I could tell them, I could tell them I'm neurodivergent and... And if they don't want to, that's okay, because maybe they just don't want to share. Yeah, not everyone has to share it, right? Mm -hmm. But we know that being neurodivergent just means you're different, and everybody's different from each other, and everyone has different brains, and there's nothing wrong with different, right? Yeah. Me, Me and you are both neurodivergent. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Um, okay. Here's a question that someone asked. Um, okay. It's been a long time since you've had a meltdown. Do you remember meltdowns? Yeah. Yeah. So this might be a hard question unless you can remember, but this person is asking, what do you feel inside your body when you have a meltdown? I feel like, I feel like I'm going to get mad and I'm going to yell, hit, scream, kick, or like all sorts of like, like body like movements like kicks or like hit or like yeah so you lose your you lose control of parts of your body but i also wonder if you notice like different parts of your body feel a certain way like if some parts of your body feel hot or cold or tight or um beating fast or or anything in your head do you notice anything like that like when i feel really nervous my tummy feels really tight so this person is asking, what do you feel inside your body when you have a meltdown, if you remember? Well, I think my heart beats fast, like, when I do this, <laughs> when, like, when, like, um, when, like, when, like, sometimes I got tears when I'm mad, and then, and then, like, I start to hit, and I think my heart, heart is beating, yeah, or, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. What do you do when you have to go somewhere new and you don't know what to expect? What does expect mean? Oh, expect means like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to be there. You don't know what it's going to be like. So you're going somewhere new. Maybe it's like gymnastics class for the first time, or maybe you're going to a new park, or maybe you're going to a new classroom for your first grade and second grade. But when you're going somewhere new and you don't know what it's going to be like, and maybe you feel nervous about what it's going to be like, what is something that you do? I do like, like on my first day on gymnastics, I didn't know what it was going to be like, but I just got over it and like, and like, yeah, I just got over it and like, I, and like, I just like, go to gymnastics and now I have it every Monday and 
now I'm in a different class in gymnastics, but the same building in gymnastics. And now my friend from school is in there. That is group. that is so fun. So I'm going to give any, someone else a tip. If they are going somewhere new and you don't know what to expect, it's okay to talk to your grown-up about it and ask them questions. Like when you were really little, I don't have to do this anymore, but when you were really little, I used to show you pictures of places we would go to, show you pictures of your like teacher and talk about what it's going to be like so that you had you knew what to expect. But I don't do that as much for you anymore because you don't really need it as much, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. What do you do if you're having a hard time going to sleep? Oh, that. Um, so if you are having a hard time to go to sleep, Try to close your eyes and think of your favorite place or, like, what your favorite thing is to do. Um, like, like, and then you close and you're still closing your eyes and thinking about that. And then that becomes a dream and then your brain starts to tell you a story about that place. And then, and then it will, and then you'll just fall asleep like it's your dream. <laughs> That's such a good idea. I like that you close your eyes and think of that. Okay. My six-year-old gets so nervous about going to school each morning. What can I do to make her feel better? You could give her, a, a, like, how many hugs and kisses. Like, if she, sa if she says, I, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay with me in school. Then you could, then you could, um... If she says she wants like a hug or a high five or like a kiss or a kiss or a hug, um, then you could give her as many as she wants if she says that. Or if she doesn't and she's just crying, you could take some deep breaths with her and give her a hug after and see if she's feeling calm and then, and then, um, and then you could, and then you, and then she might feel better. I love that advice. What's the hardest feeling inside your body to have? The hardest feeling inside my body to have is like when I have a, a bad dream um, in the night and, and, and like I, I'm scared and I'm a alone but like you but like we're st we're still all inside but I'm just by myself in my room and you're in a different room and that and then after after when I like wake up in the morning then I come to your room and I feel better and then like so that was the feeling so it, so the feeling that I'm telling right now is kind of like when you're scared and you're stuck on something in in your brain. Do you remember the trick mommy gave you for if you're thinking something scary and you don't want to think about it? Remember I said it's not helpful if you just say don't think about that scary thing. Don't think about that scary thing because then what does your brain think about? The scary thing. The scary thing. I gave you a tip. I said Tell your brain what you want it to think of and think of it very specific. Like close your eyes 
and think of a pink elephant. Do you have a picture of a pink elephant? Yeah, in the zoo. Pink elephant in the zoo. Is it a hot day or a cold day? Um, it's just a perfect day, like it's warm. A perfect day, and the elephant, the pink elephant, is wearing a purple hat with a rainbow on top of that hat. Can you see that with your brain? Yeah, and look it. It it's a girl, and look it. The sign says its name is Oh Melody, and. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I just named that one. That's exactly it. So my trick is if you're feeling scared and you can't get a thought out of your brain instead of saying, don't think about it, don't think about it, give it something to think about and you can make it something silly, but think of all of the details. Well, well the thing I think about it before is um, look at that fluffy little kitty. And it's in my bed snuggling with me. But then when I, when um the bad, the bad things pops in my head, then, then it keeps showing it and it doesn't do that. And it's, and I, I just, I just started it while my bad dream was starting and it didn't work. Okay, well we'll keep practicing it. Okay, what do you do when there's something that you want to wear? Like you really want to wear it. It's super cute. You want to wear it for something, but it also feels really uncomfortable when you put that on. That is definitely something you've had to deal with before, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So something I would do is when, like, um, if it was a long sleeve or short sleeve for a long sleeve, and it's like a sequins one, and and it's and the sequins made a unicorn. And then, and then I could wear a, a I could wear a short sleeve shirt under it. And if it was a short sleeve, I could, I could wear a tank top under it. Yeah. So if you have like a sequin shirt and it's bothering your skin underneath, then you can layer it, right? But what if there's something else you want to wear that like it's not an option to layer it under, or maybe layering wouldn't fix the way that it feels like sometimes socks or tights or pants that you want to wear that look cute but maybe don't fit you exactly how you like it or don't feel as good on you what are your options in that time my options in the time are like let's say i want to wear my super cute lol lol shirt with sequins and i can't layer it and it was a long sleeve or short sleeve, and I didn't have, and I can't wear, layer it. I could take a few deep breaths or count to five, like I said on the other question, and um, or I could just be flexible and wear something else. Yeah, that's right. So you could take some deep breaths and see if taking deep breaths calm your body down, and then that might make the shirt or the clothes feel a little easier. Or that might help you make a decision to pick something else to wear. Good, good tips. Okay, two more questions for you. Uh, this next question, you sort of answered earlier when I asked um, if you like knowing you're neurodivergent, but I'm going to ask it again. Have you ever explained to your friends that your brain works differently? I don't think I have. I, I have shared with my friends that my, that, brains are different or like mine 
because we because at lunchtime or snack we usually like making up games so we could play so we could play it when we're all done with snack and lunch we so we don't really like talk about neuro, neuro neurodiversity brains yeah that makes sense it doesn't really come up for you guys but i know that they know what it is because i read my book to your whole school right yeah, and it was, and I was so, 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 so excited for you when it was that day. You were so sweet. Okay, last question. What is the best thing that your parents do to help you when you feel upset or mad or sad or uncomfortable? Well, like what you do to make me feel better when, when I'm mad, um, we usually take, or like sad for mad and sad, we do like double inhale, we do the calming ball, we do the calming breathing ball, and we, and you let me trace over your hand with the, with five, with the five deep breaths for the tracing one, and other kinds of deep breaths we do, like belly breaths too. We just love deep breaths in this house, don't we? Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping me with my podcast today. I think all of your words and advice, uh, I think they're going to help a lot of kids out there. Does that make you feel happy to know that? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say to everybody before we say bye? Well, uh, have a good day. Enjoy enjoying this video that we just made. Enjoy listening to this episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and leaving a review, which helps other parents find me as well. Want to learn more from me? I share tons more over on Instagram at the OT Butterfly. See you next time.